Skunpal Show, episode doesn't matter. We're not even going to do a code opening or theme song because we don't know where we're at anymore. Scott, I guess maybe you came back from the theater or the video on demand or something. You saw a movie. What's up? Video on demand. I watched um, Ready Player One finally. Um, it's exactly what I expected it to be, though. Prep? If you're... Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. It was all right. The problem, or the good thing about it is if you're in my age group, you have that awesome nostalgia throwbacks. You know, you just, you spend a lot of time trying to pick them out of the background. But then again, the background's always moving so quick. It would take multiple viewing, slow motion, probably just easier to look it up on the internet. Um... It was an okay movie. I mean, it was like a 6 out of 10. So, I mean, the action in the little game world was pretty decent for the most part. Um, some of the humor was... It was alright. The first half's better than the second half, really. Um, the actors, they're alright. I mean, it was just average. A shade above mediocre, but not quite good. So... Maybe if I watch it again. I don't know. Yeah, probably not. I mean, maybe in the future. <laughs> like <laughs> my son. My son loved it. I mean, there was a lot of cool fucking nerd moments, but that doesn't make a good movie. You know what I mean? So, if I watch 15 minutes of it that are cool nerd moments, then what the fuck was the other two hours about? So. Kind of like in the first Godzilla movie. There was like couple of cool moments, but that was it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, except Godzilla at least had pretty good cinematography, just such shitty editing and decisions otherwise. But, I mean, it's a really pretty movie. So, the soundtrack was, you know, full of the nostalgia beats. Um, they, they sample, well, I don't know if they really sampled, but they had their own version of the classic Godzilla theme. And that was a pretty epic moment. I mean, that was a pretty awesome fight. But the DeLorean at the beginning was pretty awesome. Kong was awesome. I mean, all the cool stuff like that was awesome. So, I'd say it was definitely like an 8 for the action sequences for the most part. But, you know, the the interaction with people and um, the acting was was definitely lacking when you saw the Especially the real world characters. And the villain at the end of the movie, like, he has the hero dead to rights. This movie's been out long enough, so spoiler coming up. And, like, his hands are glowing in the real world because he's got these little, like, haptic feedback gloves on that have light that show where the contact's at. And in the game world, he's holding an egg that the creator gave to him of the Oasis game world. And I guess that was just such a beautiful moment that the guy that already blew up an entire freaking uh, housing complex <laughs> full of innocent people, uh, it's just so beautiful he had to put the gun down. I was like, seriously? That's how you end the movie? So I didn't care for that. Now the ending with the actual creator was, was I thought it was pretty well done. So, was was, the, I mean, it was okay. Was the book it could have been better. The book in the same way? There's a book for Ready Player One? I believe so. I think it's based on a book. Oh, I didn't know that. So, I'll have to read the book. I mean, it's definitely a, 
a pretty good concept. Um, I mean, it, it, it fits in the same vein as like, you know, your, your cyberpunkish matrixy Tron. Yes, there is. Ready Player One is a 2011 science fiction novel. Huh. Yes. I didn't know that. Uh, awesome trailer, just okay movie. Yep. It didn't, it didn't knock my socks off. I mean, I sound a little more down on it than it probably should have been, but I mean, it wasn't terrible. But, I mean, it's just, like I said, it's just a hair above mediocre. It might have been about 20 minutes too long. So there's a lot of, like, supporting characters that, um, I mean, you have your five people in the main clan that's the high five or whatever. They were fine for the most part, but the scenes they spent a lot of time with these other characters that were trying to figure out all the references and nostalgia, and that was like basically their jobs for this evil corporation, and they're trying to figure out which Atari 2600 game is going to lead to the final key, and those scenes were just really like pulling teeth every time they were on there. It was terrible, like Nickelodeon-style overacting and stuff like that, but... I mean, that's the negatives. There's some up-and-down acting. Even out of the leads, there was some up-and-down acting. Um, so, terrible age makeup on Simon Pegg. Uh, so. So, Overall, if, I mean, if you rent it, I mean, I guess it's a rental. It's a rental. Yeah. Especially if you're the sci-fi or you're, like, between 30 and... 45, I'd say. So, Godzilla... It's worth three bucks. Or four bucks, whatever Voodoo is. Or Apple, or whoever you want. I'm glad I can spend 35 or 40 minutes driving, $20 of popcorn and drinks, and, you know, $25, $30 in tickets. Underwhelming, considering the premise. So Godzilla King of Monsters, really a teaser, not a trailer, is out. Did you see the trailer that came out? I re I uh, retweeted it. Your tweet. The actual trailer dropped yesterday, I think. Yeah. It's more of a teaser than a trailer. And there it says it'll be out next year. So um did you see the one with Mothra and King Ghidorah and all that? I, I uh, retweeted the one that you put up there. Is that the one I tweeted? I don't freaking remember. There was like the 50 second one. There's a 2 oh. minute and 25 second one. Are you not oh. on, our, on, on our Twitter feed right now? Well, my phone's laying down. Oh. I, mean, I guess it can be. Yeah. Anyways, the... I even said on there that you know, Paul hates the kid, Razik probably doesn't have a problem. Both will agree that this, that with the worst Godzilla director ever, Gareth Edwards gone, it could be good. Right, I read that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's it. Yeah, two minutes, 25 yeah. seconds. Well, I thought, I mean, just a teaser thing. I mean, it's but kinda... it, Well, this is a teaser. Because you don't see anything. All you see is a bunch of, ah, moments. It's not really I guess a, you're right. It's yeah, not really yeah, a trailer. There's no story, it's just a bunch of images. You don't have any it's idea It's like we have a bunch of titans on. and they're going to fucking drive us to extinction. Yeah. So anyways, fucking, there's, there's a, there is a stream of moving pictures. <laughs> yeah. 
that gives a few details about who's in the movie and that the shitty situation is um, developing and there's some big-ass fucking monsters. And we saw more Godzilla in this than you did the first one. I really think they made a mistake not using the word kaiju myself. They called them Titans. Okay, so overall, this this stream of moving pictures, um, I thought it was pretty interesting. And you are correct. The kid doesn't bother me yet, but I know it will. Yeah. <laughs> in the trailer, yeah, it's not wearing me out. The other thing I didn't care for in the trailer with, and I can't remember what her name is, she's the girl from Stranger Things. And the no, she the, was in there. I didn't see her. Yeah, the teasing 13 trailer, or whatever her name is. Yeah, eleven. Eleven. The yeah. teasing trailer. Um, the teaser. Yeah, yeah. The the teaser. She basically is just sitting around holding her head, like crying and screaming, just like she did in half of her screen time in uh, Stranger Things. So I mean, hopefully she does more than that. Or, I don't know, she dies early on. So we're not to have a kid running the movie. Well, this kid's going to be in here the whole time, so he's running the movie already. I right. know, I was just wishful thinking. But it's better than ATJ, no offense ATJ, but <laughs> you were seriously out of place, dude. So, that's what I really want to see. I want to see what's going on with him and his family. Like, I want King Gator to kind of pop on the screen and start to roll out of the mist, and then we cut to his kid, like, you know, two years older, sitting on a couch watching oh, yeah. YouTube. Yeah. Angry, annoying Orange or something. Yeah. Because that works so well in the last movie. Yeah, I want anyway. Godzilla and Mothra get ready to throw down, and all of a sudden you cut to some kid playing his Nintendo Switch. And then it cuts back, like, five minutes later, and Mothra's laying on the ground defeated. That would be, yeah. like, so good with Edwards. Yeah. So... Um, I really yeah. hope the movie does well, and I hope it's good. The, I mean, uh, it'd be better now since yeah. Edwards is gone. Yeah. I mean, we all know that Edwards can't direct. I mean, we all saw they got rid of him during, like, was it halfway through production or the end of production? <laughs> the last Star Wars he was in? Uh, that was Rogue One, right? Yeah, Rogue One. That was his. Yeah, he got evicted or something at some point. They had to go and do research Michael, because of him. Michael Dougherty is directing King of the Monsters. Name sounds familiar. I know it's going to slap me in the face when I look at his list here. He's only six years older, man. He's in Columbus, from Columbus, Ohio. Huh. Interesting. Somebody that's only an hour north of, hour and a half north of us made it to Hollywood. <laughs> well, whatever, I don't care about, okay, Trick or Treat, I like, Krampus, I like, uh, he wrote those, Superman Returns, I liked a lot of it, uh, he helped write X-Men, oh, oh, now I remember who he is. Okay. He's, Affiliated with Brian Singer big time. So he has a pretty good pedigree. Yeah, he's got an alright pedigree, minus he turned Superman into a stalker. That was a Brian Singer's fault. Yeah. Well, we all cider. He, he, he gets the bird, he gets to get out of the ship too. Well, that means he read our script. <laughs> That's right. So he recognizes quality. That's right. He probably, right 
So maybe, hopefully, he, he found a copy of Bruce and read the uh, the fight in St. Peter's Square. <laughs> Probably. And, and turned that into the big monster fight. And we'll have a big iron golem with a furnace stomach and chains stomping around, smashing shit. Yeah, so Godzilla's going to be like Bruce. Michael. Yeah. But this Anyways, the teaser looked good to me. I mean, it's a teaser, though. That's yeah. the only problem. It's a good teaser. It doesn't mean it told me enough about the movie to where I can say, eh, it'll probably be good or probably be bad. But the imagery was spot the fuck on. He had good cinematography. So it yes. looks good. Very beautiful. Good moving music. Everything looks good. For good. Looks like a good setup, but we shall see. Either way, um, I will be there. Everything is my jam. Everything is being set up for 2020 when we have King Kong versus Godzilla. Yes, and I can't wait. So that finally Godzilla can show Americans that it was bullshit that King Kong win the last time. Unless you were in Japan, and then that's why, that's why I was Godzilla won. Mentioned yep. Americans because my well, Godzilla. Well, not not everybody knows I'll that Scott. Oh, my bad, my bad. So just so just so everybody knows that in the original Godzilla versus King Kong in America, King Kong wins, and then basically the rest of the world, or was it just Japan? In Japan, Godzilla won, as it should have been. Yeah. As much as I love King Kong, but yeah, I'll be there because I mean, I haven't. Let's see, of the American or the movies released over here. I saw Super Shitty Godzilla '98, <laughs> and I yes, saw the new one with from Gareth Edwards, and then I saw um, Shin Godzilla in Columbus. We drove two and a half hours to watch it, and it was it was worth it. You didn't see the um, Godzilla 2000? No, I did not. Because I wasn't internet savvy enough to be paying enough attention to that shit at the time. Wow, me and Dad saw Godzilla 2000. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I didn't even realize it was like, I wasn't like on Toho Kingdom or anything like that at the time, which I'm just a stalker on Toho Kingdom, like Superman. I just look at your threads from a distance while you're in the bathroom. But anyways, um, I just wasn't, I mean, I've, I mean, there was movie news I was aware of, but I wasn't as heavy and deep into it yet. I was busy with um, online gaming and my first foray into broadband gaming. Mm-hmm. Kind of dominated my life. Well, um, let's see what else we got. We have Clone Wars. A new trailer came out. Apparently everybody yes. thought they were just going to talk about how great Clone Wars was. And then they got twelve more episodes. A new trailer for Clone Wars. Um, of course, the downside of this is you have to have Disney's new streaming program to watch their new streaming channel. That's the downside. You have to pay for this. The program that you do not have. You do not have Netflix. You're out. But. But Clone Wars is Star Wars at this point and has been for a while. So, I mean, 
I can't freaking wait. Yeah, the movie sucked. Clone Wars movie was fucking trash. But, man, that show, like, really was excellent. So, basically, I guess you're just going to have to wait until all 12 episodes are out, and then just drop your $8 or whatever it is, and watch it all in one go, and then cancel. Pretty much like I did with Cobra Kai. Which, if you haven't watched Cobra Kai, it's, it's pretty damn good. The trailer itself looked good. Yes. Which is, which yes. is more of a, a, a teaser, again. Yeah, I mean, you can pretty much know what you're going to get. You know, the way I see it, let's just continue the Clone Wars series into Infinity and never make it to Order 6-6. <laughs> just keep rolling. Just keep rolling. We already know what happens to Order 6-6. Now, I haven't looked into it, but I believe, that is Dave Filoni still in charge? I, That's I the most know. important thing. I don't know who's who's doing this. I just read what they wrote on Star Wars. And that was it. Have you, uh, have you watched the Clone Wars series? Yes. Yes. I haven't watched any of the new Star Wars series that's out, but I did oh, watch I the original. Oh, I texted me and he was like, holy shit, people get like their arms and shit cut off. It's yeah. like, yep. Yeah. I'm just going to assume Dave Filoni's involved. Uh, I've hated everything that Star Wars has done ever since, oh, JJ took over, but, as long as he doesn't touch this, it should be good. Right? Yep, that's, that is correct. The, uh, there's a new series called Resistance coming out too. I think it's supposed to be set in the Force Awakens era. Is that the live action or is that animated? What's going on? That's replacing Rebels. Or following up Rebels something. I don't know how long Rebels is going to run. I, I like Rebels. I, I tried, I didn't care much for the first few episodes I watched. I mean, they were just okay. But it got pretty good. Um, and not just the Vader and Ahsoka stuff. I mean, they have some, the Inquisitors and stuff. I mean, it's, it's a pretty good show. I just haven't seen all the episodes of it like I have Clone Wars. Cause mainly cause I don't think Rebels is on Netflix. If it is, eh, sue me. I'll find it sometime. Yeah. I didn't care for Ezra at first, but he grew on me. And just like Ahsoka, I didn't like her at first, but she ended up being a pretty good character. Well, the first... I think it was the first episode. First one or two episodes, the Clone Wars movie sucked. The cartoon, the animated. Yes. Yeah, it was... Yes, it, was it was shit. <laughs> but... Afterwards, the series got me. I was like, well, okay, this is actually really, really good. Yeah, they, I mean, they went into some dark territory. Yeah. Uh, so basically, this is our mini Clone Wars review. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, I think it was Fives had the, not some of the knowledge or all the knowledge about Order 66 and Palpatine. I'd have to watch it again. It's been a couple of years. Yeah. And, I mean, his story was, like, that was pretty tragic, how that played out. And, uh, sad, especially since you've been around him a little bit. And, um, because he goes, he shoots the Jedi because of 
the Order 66 chip malfunction that's in his brain. And uh, then this big journey goes on where they're trying to, like, get him help, and then they're trying to rescue him, and then it just it doesn't end well for him, and Sidious wins again. But, damn, it was pretty good. Yeah. And then when... <clears throat> I don't know how it ends. Nobody believes Ahsoka. She's, she's trying to get everybody to believe she didn't do whatever it was she got framed for. The bombing. The bombing, yeah, it was a bombing. Yeah. Yes. yeah it was like Barisafi or something, one of the other Jedi. Yeah. That's when she uh, leaves the Order. Yeah, she gets disenfranchised, which is pretty cool and a good way of saving her from Order 66. Yeah. From other writers. And, yeah. uh,. The last few episodes with Yoda and Anakin, I mean, you're just like, fuck the canon, fuck the movies, just let Clone Wars be its own thing and let Yoda save that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't quite play out like that. You're like, because I mean, you're just like, oh my god, he's going. It, I mean, it, if it had been anything else, that's how it would have ended. You know, if yeah. it hadn't already been 40 years of Star Wars, I think Yoda would have saved Anakin, and they wouldn't went to the dark side and whatever. But we already had all the established stuff they had to tie into. But that 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 last encounter on Coruscant, I think, is where it happens. At. That was that was some intense finale leading up to Revenge of the Sith. That was that was very very good. Yeah, which is kind of why I don't want it to come back. That's true too. It's true too. So, I mean, that's talk about ending on a high note. So, if you haven't watched Clone Wars, some of it just got spoiled, but you need to go fix yourself and start watching that shit. Yeah, it's kind of hard not to. You already know where it's gonna go. I mean, bear with me. Yeah, the first season's up and down, but as the season goes on, it gets better, and then it just kinda, yeah, first it hits its stride. First couple episodes a little bit rough because that first. That movie is this first two hours is going to be rough, but after that, they establish where they're going to go. Yeah. Oh, and the the bounty hunter guy, not not the bounty hunter. Oh guy, yeah, the guy, um, the cowboy type guy. Yeah, Captain, he's cool, but I'm trying to think yeah. what the hell the name of the pirate is. Oh, I can't remember the pirate's name, but he's like, he's basically the best new character besides Ahsoka. <laughs> <laughs> He is, he's awesome. I'm trying to think of what, what they, we don't even know the meaning of the word, but I can't remember what the word was that he didn't know the meaning of. It's one of the best quotes of the series, but it just escapes me at the moment. Um, I don't know, dignity, fairness, I don't know. He's like, we don't even know what that word means. It's, 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 it's hilarious. But yeah, they were, yeah. when those guys were in the episodes, they were, yeah. they were great. Yeah. And there was some standalone episodes that were really good. Like, it was the one where the clones, you got some clone recruits, and they end up sacrificing themselves for the greater good and all that. Oh, yeah. The, like, the, the whole episode was just a, yeah, yeah. That was a hell of a good standalone episode. Yeah. It's like the horrors of war or whatever. It's just, what are we out here fighting for, just to die? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty much. And that's basically what happened. Yeah. So. Well, something else that's just horror is the new Shazam movie. Oh, God, Yes. The first half of the trailer is, this is exactly what a Suzanne movie should be. And then, DC ruins everything. Well, Warner Brothers ruins everything. It's just a guy in a suit. Yeah, like, like not even convincing suit. Like, he's got a super pencil neck sticking out from his 
weird looking from his suit, I guess. If they would have put Jerry Seinfeld in there, I would have bought it more. Because at least it would have been funny. Yeah, instead of... I mean, I'm giving Zachary Levi a fair chance. That's his name, right? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's close enough. So, I'm going to give him a fair chance, but in the trailer, I am not impressed in the least with him. And it does not... And that's just his acting. In the suit... If you if you were just to see that suit on like a mannequin, you'd probably be like, "Ah, oh, it looks pretty good," but it looks absolutely terrible with his pencil ass neck sticking out of. If you're going to puff him up, just just add a little bit of CGI to his neck or something. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, but holy shit, it just looks terrible. It just it in fact, it's so jarring. It almost looks like a bad composite of a CGI head on a CGI body or something. I mean, it doesn't look any better than, like, Revenge of the Sith CGI with um, um, the clones where they put their heads on the, the bodies. Mm. You know, that kind of stands out a little bit. It's about that quality to me. <laughs> so, yeah, I, it, and it was very jarring. You put any other actor that can deliver a line better than Zachary Levi and fix that suit, and I would buy every minute of that trailer. So I'm not going to complain about the writing of what it looks like the movie's going to be, but they just because have, they need they need some lighthearted fare in freaking um, DC movies. We don't need no grim dark Shazam bullshit. No, you know what I mean we can have no, it. That's not what Shazam no. should be. No, it should be fun, but at the same time, it shouldn't look ridiculous. No, they. Didn't try because this guy's supposed to fight the rock, and you got this crap. Yeah, this guy's yeah, totally a superficial issue I'm having at the moment, but we'll see. I mean, well, I take take it back. It's not just superficial. His acting is just not working for me. But whatever. I mean, my God, I could go find a bodybuilder put in that suit and have been fine. I mean, if you're going to do the the head that terribly, just have Billy Batson not grow up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, his body gets big, but just stick the the, the, just the stick his head on there. Old pencil neck head on top of it, because that kid could act. Yeah, the kid was doing great. Kid was awesome, and then you turn into that. It's like when you, we watched um, uh, Ghost Rider. I was never so upset in my life to see movie flash forward because the first fifteen minutes of it, the kids were doing great, and then you go. To Nicholas Cage, I'm like him and whoever the girl was. I was like, oh my god, I've never seen such a disparity in acting. Yeah, I it's it's actually such a disparity. It's like Liam Neeson and Jake Lloyd being on screen together. That's the difference <laughs> here. And this kid's like 14. Okay, so maybe I'm making a little bit of an exaggeration, but he's he did he did a very good job. And uh, there was a huge gap in ability between him and. And the other guy. And the little nerdy kid. Yeah. That's I mean, a good nerdy kid. Yeah, I mean, the kids were doing great, and then you get yeah. a horrible Sajam. I was just, why did... Oh, my God. As soon as I... Have they confirmed uh, the villain for this? Yeah, I think. I don't know. Is it Black Adam? No, Black Adam's on this. Black Adam's the rock. Black Adam's not in this movie. I thought, I thought the rock... No, that role. no, Rock's getting his own movie one day. 
far as I know, he's still Black Adam. They just decided he's not going to be in Shazam. He's doing his own thing. Because The Rock's not going to be a part of this crap. Yeah, I don't blame him. Jeez Louise, I just Googled that. And Dwayne Johnson is Black Adam in Shazam. September 3rd, 2014. Yeah, yeah. That was a while ago. Yeah, I remember being excited about that. Aquaman looks really good, though. Oh, I need to watch the trailer for that. Scott, what the heck? Fuck, I thought, I thought, I thought I looked at the list and I didn't see that. I knew the trailer was out, I just hadn't had time to look at it yet. Is it, so it looks good, huh? Yes, it looks really, really good. What'd you like about it? Well, it's the origin story that should have came out before Justice League. I mean, it looks almost as good as the Wonder Woman movie. It looks excellent. Well, I hope it is. And it looks fun. It doesn't look dark and like, oh, yeah. I mean, it looks like a fun ride. So, we should have another... Is Black... Black Is Black Manta? Yeah, Black Manta. Black Mantis, yeah. He is the villain. And he looks awesome. He looks, he has this, the giant helmet laser suiting out. Yeah, it's, it's him. He's the villain. And he looks awesome as hell. You should have watched it. Yeah, I should have. I saw it in the, uh, thumbnails earlier, but I didn't, I meant to get back to it and I just didn't get to it. In fact, kind of slipped my mind. Scott's gonna watch the trailer right now. So yeah, Aquaman trailer. Scott, what do you think? That's pretty good. Yeah. The magic of video and audio editing. So anyways, I just watched the trailer for Aquaman. Yeah. And, uh, that was, that looks really good and really fun. You are absolutely correct. Yeah. Um, the thing about Aquaman, and this is like a, kind of a catch-22 for me, is I bitch when they get the core of a character wrong. Yeah. But Aquaman usually sucks, so fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, he's had a couple of good iterations, but I, I can never erase the orange leotard dude out of my head. So mm-hmm. I like the um, – I like bro – Arthur, way better than regular Arthur. Because if they had tried to play it straight-laced with, like, old-school-style Aquaman, oh, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. All right, so anyways. The Jeff Jones run was really good. Yes, yes. I mean, I'm not saying they didn't have some good shit. Like, that was around the time of... uh, the what 2002 2001 Batman vs Superman series restarted Hush and all that was out yeah 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 it was around that time I was yeah. I, I believe and he was I mean yeah they did some good shit with, that's, with that was that. the the new 52 when they started that yeah that was uh, okay maybe I'm I'm, I'm out you're you you're a real bit earlier but yeah um and the uh, Justice League when during that era. That was, that was really good. Right. So anyways, 
Um, Jason Momoa, I really like him for the most part and the stuff he's done. Uh, Conan, I mean, wasn't really his fault. <laughs> he wasn't the issue with Conan. The writing and directing was the issue with Conan. I mean, you got a movie that was like half modern and then it was like, we're back to Call the Conqueror. But anyways, back to Aquaman. Um, CGI looked pretty cool. I mean, it looked good. And I got kind of a uh, Harry Potter slash um, Lord of the Rings vibe from the whole movie. So, I like both of those series a lot. Um, who's the redhead? Nera. Nera, yeah. She looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I don't know. I just, like in Batman versus, not Batman versus Superman, but, um, the Justice League movie, he was, he was one of the better parts of it. And he, he plays the bro surfer prick really well. And, but, I mean, that, that trailer, I, that one's got me pretty excited. I'm pretty glad I don't have to wait till like 2019 to watch that one. And what else is going on? Oh, yes. This. Titans. The official trailer for that was dropped. The gritty take on the Teen Titans franchise. Do you see this garbage, Scott? Uh, give me a second. (laughs) (laughs) Scott's gonna collect his thoughts for a second. Okay, and we're back. So... What do you think of the Titans trailer? Well, you remember a minute ago when we were talking about how at least Shazam looked like it was lighthearted and fun, and so does Aquaman look looks pretty fun and it's pretty important. Yeah. Fuck that Titans trailer. Oh, okay. That was terrible. It is terrible. Fuck Batman. It, it looks oh like God. a horrible emo project went to crap. That's exactly it. Some angry emo kid sat down and was like, I want to write the greatest Titans movie ever. And this is what we got. Wow. That was a terrible, 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 terrible take. Yes. I mean, it's Titans. Like, seriously. Like, it's the Teen Titans. And I don't know. They're kind of uh, still a thing. Like yeah. kids and merchandise and a cartoon show. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying make them first. I'm not saying make them exactly like the animated series, but you should probably build off that. But instead, they did like Michael fucking Bay with the Ninja Turtles, which has a popular Nickelodeon series, and went completely the opposite fucking direction. They, so They try to make it Snyder, but bad. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I'll watch it because it's a freaking comic book movie. No, uh, no, you won't because it's going to be on the streaming DC Universe channel. And you're going to have to pay for it, so no, you won't watch it. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not paying for that. They, I mean, it's kind of crazy to think about it, but DC, do they have enough content to even have that? No. There's a lot of cartoons. Well, you're well I've also, seen most of them already. You're also so, going to get a back catalog of all their comic books, but depending on how much you're actually going to get. I mean, are they actually going to go the full Marvel route like we have? I don't know. The thing is, 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 is it going to be available on an app? Yes. Okay, that, that, 
that makes a difference because if it's only available on your TV, then I'm not really interested because it. I mean, unless it'll be like pan and scan trying to read the comic. I have to be on top of my TV to read all the text, even with my good vision. Okay. So, if, unless they're stupid, I mean, it is. Time Warner, though I think they changed the name. But. but back to the Titans trailer. That's just them trying way too hard. Mm-hmm. Way too hard. Like Suicide Squad, for all of its faults, was a lot closer to what I would imagine a Teen Titans movie as far as um, the vibe goes. So, Starfire wow. did not look like Starfire. I mean, just everything was wrong. No, Starfire looked terrible. So she didn't even look like an alien. Raven didn't look really all that great either. No, so. I mean when you see cosplayers that look closer to what they should be. And Beast Boy looked absolutely terrible. Yeah, he looked like he was on like the first season of Smallville. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. That was how. That's how quality he was. Yeah, which is probably a good thing because he'd be in jail like John Schneider. <laughs> yeah. <and>, um, <laughs> What's her face? Uh, uh, the other two, Kristen Crook and uh, Chloe. Uh, yeah, Chloe. Uh, whoever played her, Allison Mack. Alice. Yeah. So <laughs> three out of what? Six or seven of the main main people for the majority of the series. Uh, Wake up tomorrow, and Tom Welling will get arrested for DUI in Metropolis, Kentucky, or wherever the hell that uh, Illinois, Metropolis, Illinois, wherever whatever yeah. state that place is in. And uh, defacing a Superman statue. <laughs> with feces. I told you, I'm not Superman. I don't want to be remembered as Superman. Too fucking late. You put your name on the contract and it was over, bro. But anyways, I love you, Tom Welling. I really do. Just yeah. head scratching on that subject. Well, so years of hoping he would pick up a role. Let's go ahead. Well, let's do this. Let's talk about this. Um, um, Steve Ditko passed away. We didn't talk about that. Yeah, I mean, he was a another icon. It won't be long, and um, Stan Lee will not be with us either. But we're talking about Steve Ditko. Uh, right. Um. Did he die of just old age? Yeah, he's an old man. Let's um, see what he died. He died, I think, July 13th. So that's wild. 90. Found unresponsive. But, um... It's a long life, not 90 years old. Yes. No details on the story I'm looking at. No, it doesn't give any details on what killed him. I'm just going to assume it was old age. He probably had a heart attack or something like that. Maybe he finally got a royalty check from Marvel and that's what killed him. But, the... Uh, 
So that's Jack Kirby's dead too, isn't he? So that just leaves. Uh, yeah. So that just leaves Stan. Stan's gone. Well, there's, Jack. there's this big drama surrounding Stan Lee where people are like controlling him and people can't get access to him and all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. That's been going on for a little while, but I don't know if that's been resolved or not. I know he still somehow shows up for his cameo appearances in the Marvel films. That's because he filmed like 18 of them in one day. Oh, well, that makes sense. And his, uh... Well, he's still doing his his, uh, Twitter videos almost every other day. Yeah, I saw he had one not too long ago. I didn't know this, that, uh... He worked for DC. I thought he always worked for Marvel. Yeah, he, he left Marvel. Thank God damn, he left Marvel in 66? Huh. Shocking. Had a falling out with Stan Lee, which I knew that, but I didn't realize that he went over to DC to work. He created a character named the Creeper. Um, that go was responsible for the look of Spider-Man. And that outfit is pretty much, for the most part, lasted... Uh, 50 years? 50 plus? 61, I think, was when... 61? Came out. 61 to now, so 57 years. That's pretty good around. Yeah. I mean, minus, you know, like, Iron Spider, Crimson Spider, and Secret Wars, and things like that, but I mean, those were just stints. It, it always comes part, back. That, yeah, that costume definitely harkens back to his original. He nailed it. I mean, so that's a big, big loss for comics. Yep. Well, let's. No Scott and Paul show was complete without us talking about Nintendo. <laughs> so. Sure. Uh, this is kind of old news, but. We didn't get a chance to talk about it. I can actually find the link. Okay. Uh, during Nintendo's 78th... Damn you, Game Informer. 78th annual shareholders meeting the day that... Uh, I can't pronounce his name. The new president of Nintendo took over. The company held a Q&A session with shareholders and Nintendo's executive team including outgoing president Tatsumi Fujinami. Uh, Q&A translated to English, blah blah blah. Anyway, basically what they were talking about was indie games. And they had an idea that basically this was it. Quote, some of the indie games already released have gone on to becoming million sellers worldwide. In the future, we are looking to release around 20 to 30 indie games on Nintendo Switch per week. And we definitely expect to see some great games among them. Um, Scott. How many Steam games are released per week? I... Shit, God, who knows? It's definitely not 20 to 30, is it? I mean, I don't know. The thing about my concern 
with I'm, I mean I'm just lame in here. I mean I'm not in Nintendo's business. But like yeah, you can only I mean if you got a million seller into indie games, right? If you release thirty games a freaking week, twenty to thirty games a week, that doesn't mean that fifty percent of those or seventy five percent of those are all gonna sell a million copies. Because people's not gonna have time to sort through the chaff to find you know, all these stellar titles. I mean, they're going to pick one or two titles a month, probably. I mean, I'm just throwing it out here. But they're not going to buy 15 titles a week to keep producing million sellers. So I would be afraid that if I didn't trickle it out a little bit at a little slower rate, that you would just have too many options. And you're going to have some good games that may sell well if you release them staggered. I don't know. It just seems like an awful lot to try to sort it through. Steam Direct sees 180 games released per week. Yeah, but Steam doesn't fucking charge fifteen twenty dollars for their games in perpetuity, perpetuity, whatever the however the fuck you in perpetuity, it. perpetuity. So I was thinking perpetual. So whatever. Perpetual motion. Yeah, there we go. So. They're releasing 180 games, but I mean, they, they heavily discount their games. I mean, I've had a Switch since launch week, and those games, I mean, yeah, they run a discount like every week, pretty much. But it's like fucking 7, 7%. I mean, it's kind of like Apple. It's we, like we the have fucking four ultimate cents game off. sale. <laughs> yeah, it's like the ultimate game sale on Xbox right now. They got uh, Sea of Thieves. They're like, oh yeah, we're discounting this heavy. It's twenty percent off. It's hey, still forty seven ninety nine. I picked up because um, it's digital. You digital yeah. does not get discounted on consoles enough. I picked up I mean, um, Ultimate Alliance one and two for fifteen bucks. I've been looking at that um, this war of mine, but I need to log into Steam and see if I have it on there first. It's only five bucks. And I remember watching the trailer for that thing. That game looks really good, and it was on a couple of like top ten yeah. indie game things I watched a couple years back. Now, will I ever play Ultimate Alliance again? Probably not, but I went ahead and picked it up. <laughs> so, so that was, that gave you access to all the DLC characters? Yes, I think you get all of them. That's good, because the physical copy of, like, the gold edition of that game is, like, 30 or 40 bucks or more. So I think because the DLC is not available, if I'm not mistaken, I may be wrong, but I believe the DLC hasn't been available on the Xbox shop or PlayStation Network for a long time. So I think they were saying in the reviews that you now get it. Yeah. So yeah, they, I might be wrong. So they were saying up they were saying they updated some people were updating their reviews saying, Oh, update. Yes, you now get I had to update my review, you get it now. So yeah. Yeah, it was just the the original I mean I like I said I might be wrong, but I, I do believe the original DLC is not available. Uh-huh. Or at the very least Maybe it's cheaper to buy the used version of the game to get all the DLC. Something like that. But I know that the gold edition of Marvel Ultimate Alliance is expensive. Used. Expensive. For a physical copy. But yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, the Xbox sale that's going on right now is kind of underwhelming. I mean, there's a couple of okay purchases. So, I watched for the DLC for Rocket League to be cheap so I can get the cars. I want the Jurassic World Jeep. So. But, back to the topic. Yes, you do get it. 
Good. You get to go to Distant DLC bundle. Okay. So, and that probably means I might have been wrong on the DLC to begin with. Or, man, it seems to me you couldn't buy the Hulk. I swear, a couple years ago I bought that, or got my copy of the original release out of the standard edition and tried to get the Hulk or something for my son. I couldn't get it, but I might be wrong. Anyways, whatever, screw that. Back to Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah, I mean, they got a lot of games, but they just don't do heavy enough discounts for those types of games when I can get them on Steam for next to nothing. I mean, I like sitting down on my TV and playing an indie game. So if I see an indie game like um, this War of Mine for $5, yeah, I'll buy that for $5 instead of waiting for it to drop down to three twenty four during a Steam summer sale or something. You know what I mean? The DLC but I'm not paying free. $10 or 15 Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It says DLC patch is free. Yeah, I'm not paying 10 or 15 or $20 for some of these games when I know they're going to be cheaper on Steam or something like that. Speaking of which, I did get a Steam link. Oh, you did? Yeah, it was $2.50 plus 7 something shipping during a Steam sale a month or two back. I don't know. It took them like a month or better to ship it, but I think it's because they had such a huge volume of orders because it even said something about this might be back-ordered or something. It's a very nifty, handy little device if your home network can handle the streaming. Mine doesn't quite handle the streaming well enough. Um, there's a little bit too much input delay in the controls to play anything. It's got any sort of twitch to it. It's fine for something like um, the Call of Cthulhu RPG, whatever it's Cthulhu Saves the World. That's an RPG. It works with that because it's not that big a delay. But something like if you were trying to play Team Fortress 2 or something like that, it's just not. It's not going to cut it. It's not the Steam Link's fault, I don't think. It's probably the fact that I'm using a Linksys um, wireless router that I did directly hook a network cable to the everything. Uh, everything's hardwired, but that router is from 2007 or 2006. So, and I can't even remember what the speeds are on it. But hey. I do have a Linksys router from 2006 that still works. That's pretty fucking amazing right there. I shot the other router I had. Like, for real, I took a shotgun and destroyed that thing because I fought it tooth and nail for like a year before I gave in and bought another router. And then for some dumb reason went and bought another Linksys. Go figure, right? Oh, I know why. It's because our Walmart only had one. But yeah, Steam Link is pretty cool. But I don't know if the lag is caused by my network or if it's caused by the Steam Link itself. I have to check out some reviews. Well, but I did hardwire everything. Yeah. Well, I guess that would be it. Unless there's something. Oh wait, got, oh. I got two things. Two things. Quickly, I thought the Arrow trailer looked pretty good. Um, not to go into great detail, but. Maybe it won't be a whole season of I'm mad at you for lying to me about my lies to you and you lying back about it. And because uh, that's all the show devolved into was everybody talking about being mad at each other over lying. So I got tired of watching it. 
Um, the other one is I Retro Game of the Week. Oh, you're bringing this back. Castlevania Portrait of Run for Nintendo DS. Um, I beat that over the weekend. Uh, I think it took me around six and a half, seven and a half hours, something like that. Um, that game has really good boss fights. Uh, it has a pretty good story for a Castlevania game. Um, with the uh, one of the main bad guys and his daughters and how that, that all plays out. There's actually a little more story to it than I'm used to. Um, I missed getting, uh, or I'm sorry, wrong words. Um, I really liked how the castle was laid out and I liked how the quest system was laid out and I liked the partners, uh, cause you have a secondary character that you can switch back and forth with and they have like these tag team magic attacks and a lot of weapons uh, definitely different strengths and weaknesses for the two characters. You know, like the, I forget what her name is, but she can morph into an owl or a frog too. Uh, very, very good game. I mean, it follows the formula, don't get me wrong, but the formula is great. And this game just took a little different twist in story, and the final boss fight was pretty freaking epic. So, highly recommend Castlevania Portrait of Ruin. What's that available for? Nintendo DS. DS. Is that on other systems as well? That I'd have to look up. I'm not sure if that is. I mean, if it was available, it's probably, it might be available on 3DS. It is very, very good. Uh, No, no, I guess not. It's DS. All right. Yeah, I didn't know if they brought brought that forward. Okay. It's just a 12-year-old game. So there's there's one more I think I have to get for DS. When I finish it, I'll go back and start on the Game Boy Advanced ones. Portrait of Ruin is set in 1944 Europe during World War II, and it is a continuation of the story from Castlevania Bloodlines. Yeah, that's it was, a, I mean, it was, uh, that's an old school Genesis game. Oh, it's got a Castlevania 20th anniversary pre-order bundle that the picture's small. Let me click on it and see if it gets big enough. I can see what's on. Looks like there's a CD. I'm going to assume that's a soundtrack. Uh, looks like there's a stylus that goes to it. There's a big fold out card with, which appears to have a timeline. Yes, that's what it says. Castlevania timeline's 20th anniversary. And there is a black envelope with a, looks like one of those old wax seals, the red ones. That looks pretty cool. I do, do not know what the one white thing is, the little box thing. And then there is a, some sort of log book or something. Pre-order looks pretty cool. The bundle includes a variety of Castlevania products contained in a 
cardboard sleeve with a plastic seal of the Castlevania logo. Soundtrack CD, timeline poster, 48-page art book. Should have guessed. A clear white game case designed to hold both Dawn of Sorrow and Portrait of Run, and an extendable stylus. Huh. Is it very gimmicky, but the stylus? It's like supposed to kind of like represent the whip. No, I mean, is it the Portrait of Ruin, the gameplay, is it very gimmicky with the stylus? You got Is this the one you got to draw symbols and crap? No, you don't have to do that in this one. That was um, Dawn of Sorrow. Yeah. Let's see what the... So what do you do with the stylus? Nothing. nothing. You don't have to use you it for anything. anything. Okay, well, that's, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I'm, I'm a lot more forgiving on motion control stuff than you are, but at the same time in Dawn of Sorrow, I, there's, yeah, you have to do the drawing, but really it's just during some boss fights. I mean, yeah, it can be a pain in the ass too, but it's not a, um, it doesn't, it just doesn't seem to be too detrimental. Why would like I, have, it could have been. I don't want to be playing a game right in the middle of it. I have to take out my damn. Well, you can use your finger to do it too. What do I, I want think? To, I I, don't want I to think, think I only missed once. That's stupid. Yeah, it got me killed like one time. Portrait of Run Special Edition did not come up with any results on eBay. What? Okay, let's try pre-order. Well, I think while Scott looks this up, we will be signing off because he'll be here all night. So, we'll let you know if Scott finds anything. So, talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. How much? Hundred dollars unopened, fifty dollars new. I'm, I'm sorry, fifty dollars opened. Well, that's not bad. I thought hundred dollars used is what I was guessing. Eh, that's not bad. Oh, at least you know what to ask for for Christmas. Oh, the art book's pretty cool. It's got a lot of of the eight bit and Genesis stuff in it. <laughs> One up dot com listed as the best DS game in their. Best of E3 2006. I remember one up. All right, everybody. Goodbye.